Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the podcast. Have a seat. Lay your feet up and take a beat. Get your attention because I want to catch them all. Taking what you got like I'm playing volleyball. Got me all excited that we're about to start. Get your questions out because it's time to question mark. Welcome everybody to the Question Mark Podcast, where we talk, where we have more questions than answers. I, don't even, I forgot my intro there. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Mark Lee, <laughs> and with me today in the guest seat, we have Mondo. Hello, and our moderator, as always, is the lovely Maymays. Hello. <laughs> oh, I usually could see what these are, but no, oh, I can't see. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. I, my bad. Uh, I forgot to set that up. But yeah, I mean, I think you go, go ahead and push them one time. And that's a fact. <laughs> Stop the cap. That's, that's all I wanted. That's all you need. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need new producers on the show. <laughs> it's Mondo so Stop understand. the cap. <laughs> Um, so in the moderator seat, she will be paying attention to the audience uh, or the viewers. So go ahead and uh, ask your questions, make your comments. If anything is pertinent to the conversation, we'll go ahead and uh, uh, give me a question. Uh, oh, it's the purple one there. Question. Yeah, so you'll hear that. If there's a question and then hey, listen. that if there is a comment. So just a reminder, guys, if you guys have uh if you guys are watching on Twitch, go ahead and subscribe on the YouTube. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, go ahead and follow me on Twitch. And if you want to do further uh, support the podcast, to further support the podcast, go ahead and connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and give me a subscription on Twitch. That will be free because you get a free Twitch subscription every month with Amazon Prime. So, uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and talk to Mondo. Yay. So, <laughs> Yay. so if you guys do want to reach us on our socials, uh, mine is at G-G-M-A-R-C-L-E-E. That's G-G Mark Lee. Uh, Mondo's is actually on Snapchat. And that's at, I don't know if Snapchat uses at, I don't use Snapchat. But it's Armando underscore Wick. That's A-R-M-A-N-D-O underscore w-i-c-k like john wick like john wick and uh for may it's at m-a-y-e m-a-z-e so at may Mays. speaking of uh your uh 
what is it? Your snap is—is is it because of John Wick? Is that? One yeah, of the- I think when I made it, I had just watched <laughs> John Wick. Uh huh. So I was like, I'm pretty cool, like John Wick. <laughs> okay. So why Self not? Self proclaimed. <laughs> Self. I'll be here all night. <laughs> yeah. Behind the scenes. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and go into our icebreaker. You ready for this? You know, not you know, really. You no. know it's from though, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, no, <laughs> so, not excited. Everybody, you can see it on the screen right now. He doesn't know this yet, but um, it does come from. Uh, should I say? Can I say significant other? Yeah. Okay. It comes from his significant other. I mean, I already said it, but I don't know why I asked. <laughs> allegedly, so, allegedly, uh, Teresa, and that her Instagram is at t e r e s a n n. And e so that's triple ends and she provided the three names for our fuck mary kill tonight bill gates mark zuckerberg and jeff bezos all right i'm killing mark right okay. off the bat all right all right yeah. he spies on us way too much on facebook <laughs> and then you said bill gates bill gates and jeff bezos i'm gonna have to marry jeff bezos because i could just go to an amazon warehouse and take what i want <laughs> Yeah, and he goes to space. <laughs> I want to go to space. He goes to space. Yeah, he spent like two billion dollars just to launch up in the air and come back down. Right? Yeah, they just like broke the atmosphere and then came back down. Yeah. What the? Okay. Two billion dollars. Yeah, he was trying to raise uh, Elon Musk. Really? Right? Who can get to space first or something? I don't, I don't know. The only reason I heard of it is uh, somebody else was talking about it and like this is an absurd amount of money to spend. On something that you didn't need to do. Like, I mean, when you got the money, you might as well. Yeah, but scientifically, there was no reason for it. And the craziest thing is how these millionaires, billionaires, spend their money when, I don't know. I, I it ain't your money. I don't know why you I, I can't tell them <laughs> how to spend their money. But, I mean, it's, do some philanthropy. I mean, they, I guess they do. It's just, you know, that's pocket change to them. Yeah. The, the way somebody explained it to me was imagine them buying a million dollar stuff right for them that price range is like us buying something that's a hundred dollars yeah that makes sense right yeah it's crazy to think about that their million dollars compared to us is probably a hundred dollars one time i saw this thing that said jeff bezos doesn't schedule any meetings till after his lunch really yeah so he could just wake up whenever he wants because he feels like he wakes up uh, whenever he wants and not an alarm, he's more productive. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I guess when you do wake up on your own time, you do. Um, you, you it's like you finished your REM cycle. I don't know if you, yeah, yeah, your REM cycles. So that's like every hour and a half. And so when you wake up on your own time, you're just like, okay, cool. You know, I, I'm well slept. Mm-hmm. But when you the alarm sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, wakes you up in the middle of a REM cycle so you yeah you wake up dazed exactly confused. yeah so it, it's crazy sometimes where like uh i was reading there was a watch or something that you could wear while you sleep and so you set your alarm on your phone say you had to wake up at 5 a.m right and you went to bed about like 9 p.m the the uh, watch would wake you up the closest time to five when your REM cycle ends, like oh. it, it, it monitors your REM cycle when you go into deep sleep. What kind of watch was that? I, you know what? After I read it, I was just like, I couldn't find it again because I was like, that's actually pretty interesting. Like, if it actually wakes you up 
at the end of a REM cycle, closest to the time you'd want to get up, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I feel good. Yeah, I'll wake up right now. So that, you know, if you guys know what I'm talking about, send it over to me. I actually want, might want to look into buying that. <laughs> I feel like Apple would do that. Right? You, you would think they would just add an app. Yeah. And just be like, hey, purchase this app a dollar, you know, and it's free for the rest because it's just basically an alarm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so you you were saying you would uh, marry Jeff Bezos. Of course. And so that means you'd fuck Bill Gates. Unfortunately. You know. It, he likes the old man. <laughs> well, I mean, this list you gotta was. You got what you got to do. The, the, the list was a bunch of old men. So, and speaking of the list, though, like, I, that's exactly what I would do. Kill Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, not for the reason you would. I, I don't, I mean, I don't care. He spies on us just because. We gave him consent to. True. You know, if you don't like that, get off Facebook. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, marry Jeff Bezos because, hell, man, he, he's a billionaire. He's the richest man right now. Yeah. Right? Uh, second is Elon Musk. But I think someone was saying is it's because Elon or uh, Jeff Bezos owns more of his company than Elon does. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I or the other way around. I don't I don't know what makes you more money. <laughs> I saw a thing as well that uh just saw an interview with Elon Musk and he says he takes no days off because if he takes a day off he can't make money. I thought they passively make money. <laughs> well they do, but you know, like make more money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, it's it's like it's all about, you know, the race to stay number one, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, fuck Bill Gates because he is rich. Maybe he'll pay me a little something too. Throw a Lamborghini my <laughs> exactly, way. Exactly. <you> know? <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So let's go into getting to know you a little bit more. So let's start with how old are you and where were you born? I'm 25, about to turn 26 next month. And I was born in Fallbrook. If you know where that's Fallbrook, at. California. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, how how do you make your way from Fallbrook to uh well where you are at now? So from Fallbrook, when I was probably I don't know how old, maybe in kindergarten, mm -hmm. we moved to Lake Elsinore's Lake Elsinore. Yeah. And then from there we moved to what was it? The year two thousand. Okay. We moved to where my parents are at now. And that that's that's it, in yeah, Paris. Paris. Yeah. Okay. And you went to high school in Paris? Yeah, Paris High. And what what year did you graduate? 2014. So I was in Paris from first grade to I graduated. Oh, okay, okay. So you were there for quite a long time. Yeah, the majority of my life. Okay. And uh, what was your first job? I worked security at Amazon. So maybe really? that's why. Maybe <laughs> I'll go with Jeff Bezos. There you go. Hey, you, you put in the work already. Yeah. <laughs> so w after, what, what made you go into Amazon as security? Uh, I was going to school, like um, uh, college, uh -huh. and they were hiring for security. Okay. And they like, did this thing at our school. Then I was just like, oh, I might as well. Was it like an employment fair? Uh, something like that. And it like, I mean, it's just a security job. So you yeah. had like zero experience. You get hired. Oh, so it was I just see. like a. Let's make a little money. Yeah, and was that like just sit? Would you have like a kiosk or something? Uh, or? It was. We would check um, to make sure the employees weren't stealing from Amazon. Oh, yeah. So when they would go on their lunch breaks or go home, we uh -huh. could like check their bags on their way out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You think you, a millionaire would would not care about five bucks or something? Yeah, I mean, but you know, that's how he gets his, yeah. his billions. How he keeps his billions. Exactly. Um, so. When when you you said 
you were in school when you got that opportunity to do that? Yeah. And how, how old were you? Uh, I is it nineteen twenty? Okay, so yeah. it was college. Yeah. So okay, so you got your first job in college. Uh, first like official job, yeah. Okay, what was unofficial? I used to work for my dad building greenhouses. Oh, he would pay me under cool. the table. Yeah. Really? And does he still do that? Yeah, he still does that. He owns like his own business. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. And do you enjoy that? Uh, not really. I hated it. Yeah, you know? I, you know, I get <laughs> that. Just because hard labor. Yeah, as a kid, you're yeah. just like, I just want to go out and play. Exactly. <laughs> I want to go hang out with my friends in high school, but I'm over here building a greenhouse. <laughs> I uh, love greenhouses. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah, greenhouses are awesome, but you know, you you go into it when after it's built. building it is the laborish part uh so now you you're considered reserve uh yeah army reserves yeah okay so how did you go from uh security to the military to reserve uh so i just quit security like i was feeling i don't want to say depressed Mm -hmm. there was like a day where i was just feeling down Mm -hmm. and i just walked away and i was like i quit really yeah i just i texted my boss and i was just like hey I'll, i'll see you later man how long did you do it uh, probably like job. a year oh, okay so, yeah, you, so it wasn't like too long yeah and then um continued school and after graduating uh i was like i was just really bored one day yeah and i just wanted to ruin my life <laughs> so i went to recruiter's <laughs> office and signed my life away oh man so, so okay so technically the military was your second job yeah second job so one day you got bored you're just like Hey, let's let's go to a recruiter's office and see what happens. Uh, basically, so like at that point in my life, I was like, I don't want to say unmotivated, yeah, but I was like, you know, I got to do something with my life. Like I'm about to turn twenty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I mm-hmm. knew like the career field I wanted to go into, which mm-hmm. is like federal law enforcement. I see. And I was like, uh, I need something quicker because you know the hiring process could be up to a year. And I googled recruiting offices near me. And then I found an army one or I found a like recruiting depot where they have all the different branches and uh-huh. like a shopping center. And it was 30 minutes away and I didn't really want to join. So since it was 30 minutes away, it made me feel like, yeah, you know, I don't want to go out of my way to drive over there. Yeah, yeah. So I Googled again and I found an army one like right down the road from my house. Oh, so I was like, uh, screw it. Let's see what the army has. Uh-huh. And I walked in there and uh, the recruiter was like, oh, so you want to join the army? And I told him, I was just like, no, I really don't. But I'll give you your chance to sell it to me. Okay. And then two weeks later, or about three and a half weeks later, I was in Fort Sill at basic training. <laughs> and so, okay, can you go over a little bit on what the recruitment process is like for the Army? Okay, so first they have you take the ASVAB. Like, you have the chance to take it when you're in high school. What does ASVAB stand for? I, I know a oh, lot of people talk about ASVAB, but... I have no idea. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it, like an acronym. Uh, here, let me go ahead and uh, look it up for us then. <laughs> All right, so the ASVAB test, it's called... Um, and there's like aptitude or something in there. Jesus, they don't... Uh, okay, Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery? Yeah, that sounds right. Why is it called battery? Because it's the military. It makes no <laughs> sense. Okay. Yeah, so uh, first you take that, yeah, and it's there's not really a perfect score to it, mm. but there's like I think eight categories. Mm. Um, you know, it, it tests like your general knowledge in like uh, mechanical stuff, uh, computer stuff, mm. just 
different random things. I'm not sure what all of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you take it, and then it gives you an overall score, and then it gives you individual scores for oh, each okay. category. And then based off the individual scores, it uh, tells you what you what your best fit is mm-hmm. uh, job-wise for the military. What if you're just guessing? Uh, honestly, <laughs> so the test, when I took it, um, first I took a like a shortened version. Yeah. And... And they were like, okay, you got selected to take the full version. And the full version was like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was guessing through it. Towards the end, like the second, you know, two and a half hours in, I was just like, it's this one, this one, <laughs> this one. So, oh, it was on a computer? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you're just like, oh, I just want this to be over with. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Okay. I just started clicking through the answers. Okay, so you take the ASVAB test. What was Take the-, the ASVAB. And then you go to... Uh, Eps, which is like the military entrance processing station. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the one in San Diego. Uh, and then they do like full physicals on your body. Um, was it the same day or it was another day? This was another day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they do like full physicals on you to make sure you're like capable of being in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have like a, a third arm growing out of your back or something. something oh, or you know. heart murmur or something. Yeah. Like they okay. check all your medical history. Uh, they check like your, your eyes, your ears. You do a, a drug test. Um, and then... They let you just go. Okay. And then the next time you go, uh, you swear into the reserves. Mm-hmm. Because even if you have like a, a five-year contract, active duty, mm-hmm. you still owe the military like a total of eight years at minimum. Really? Yeah. Okay. So my contract was three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you subtract that from the eight years. Yeah, so that's five years in reserve. Exactly. So uh, first you swear into the reserves, sign your contract. Then I got to go home again. And then I think three days later I went back. I swore into active duty. Then I signed my active duty contract. And then the next morning, you took me to the airport. Uh, you stay in a hotel, sorry. So the second time I swore in, you stay in a hotel, you go swear in, you come back, and you stay at the hotel again. You're not allowed to leave the hotel. Like, the employees of the hotel know, like, these kids aren't allowed I guess, to. You know, people on this side of the building are not allowed to leave. Yeah. Because, you know, they're the government property now. <laughs> uh, and then they take so you. So do they... Uh, the, is there like some kind of weird, uh, what is it like, instances where people are just like, oh, I'm gonna step outside, like, and then they they just watch you or something? Uh, we were allowed uh, to go outside, like in their back patio, but not in the but front. not in the front. Really? Yeah. Did so you guys they, have an officer there? Uh, no, it was just the the hotel employees. Oh, and they're just like, yeah, you guys can't leave. The employees yeah. would do that to you. Well, I mean, uh, it's getting they're they're getting contracted out by the military. To house, all, to house all of us there. Uh-huh. You know, was this a certain uh, hotel chain? Yeah, it was uh, Embassy Suites. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say that because, you know, now they're getting... No, that's attention. fine. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's happened to a lot of people. The military is pretty open, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they don't really hide anything about the recruitment process, mm-hmm. but it's just... Uh, I've never heard of this, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, that don't have... Well, the, you might have military uh, family, but... You know, they don't know the recruitment, what the recruitment process was like, yeah. especially back then. Um, it might have changed. So I don't know. So they house you there. Yeah. So after my second swear in, um, I was at the hotel. You wake up like at four in the morning. And mm-hmm. They take you to the airport before like there's even any flights. And they take you to the USO, which is like, uh, I'm pretty sure people have heard of like the military lounge. Yeah. yeah. Airports, which that's it's called the USO. Okay. Um, then you just stay there until your flight comes up. And, you know, you have, like, uh, all I had was a manila folder with my contract and my medical history and my two flight tickets. And then uh, 
my basic training was in Oklahoma and Fort Sill. Mm-hmm. So I flew out there and then you land at the uh, OKC airport. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they gather everybody up because there's a lot of people coming in that day to, to join basic. Yeah. Uh, or basic training. Uh, and then they throw you all on the charter bus mm-hmm. and they take you to the basic and then you're at basic training. Okay. And the basic training is usually what? Six months? It's uh, 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. 10 weeks is three weeks, three months, three months. Oh, okay. So it's not too bad. No, um, and it goes by pretty fast. Do, do they have you like do a NDA on like what kind of training goes on there? Uh, no. Uh, once you get to your job, like once you do all your job training stuff, um, for my case, my mm-hmm. job was classified. A lot of the information was classified secret. Mm-hmm. So when you first get to like an actual, um, operational mm-hmm. unit, mm-hmm. When you first get there, they'll have you sign an NDA. And okay. then when you leave the unit, they'll have you sign it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but. As for the training itself, it's no. You could talk about it. Yeah. How how was the training? Um, it was like when I was there, it was the worst time of my life. Mm-hmm. But leaving it, I was like, it's probably the most fun summer camp I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get to shoot guns if you like guns, right? So uh-huh. that's pretty fun. You do um, a bunch of obstacle courses, mm-hmm. and you're just hanging out with your buddies. So okay. Uh, you do these obstacle courses, right? You run it, you run it through, say you go first. Do you just wait till everybody does it again? No. So uh, during basic combat training, they really emphasize like teamwork. Mm-hmm. So you always start together and finish together in like everything. You oh, do. yeah. Okay. And when, when you go for basic training with, because uh, I don't know, you said army. So you, you were only in basic training with other army people? Yeah. Only army people. So, um, I don't know what like everybody else calls their things, mm-hmm. but yeah, basic combat training is only army. Oh, okay. And the base I was at was only army. army. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you, I, I know my my dad was in the navy, and we have the uh, navy exchange down in uh, uh, San Diego. Does the army have something? Yeah, we have a post exchange. Oh, it's called post yeah, exchange. Post exchange. And then the air force has one. And I think theirs is called the base exchange. Oh. Uh, so they're all the same little yeah, different. yeah that's it's pretty funny um and so each base is different uh what do you mean by that because so it, you, you wouldn't have a navy exchange ne- next to a post exchange right no so like the next or the navy exchange is mm-hmm. only on naval bases mm-hmm. and like marine bases i see and then uh all army bases have uh, post exchanges that's interesting yeah, i never knew that <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so now that, well, after you joined the arm, well, because the army was the closest, the uh, recruitment office to you, that's what kind of pushed you into go into the army? Um, that and I thought that the military or the army was like the most laid back, uh-huh. but still like, uh, what did you say? I didn't want to join. I'll, I'll go out. I want to join. Okay, okay, let's, let's, go, let's, go, let's go. So I didn't want to join the, the Navy because even in like, Movies they give that stereotype of like you know, they question their sexuality, yeah, right? yeah. They're just like oh, it's the navy, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I didn't want to do Cause that because a lot of people call them seamen, exactly. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. And then you see the air force, and they're just like these snobby rich kids. I was like, that's mm-hmm. not me. That's not who I am. Okay. And then um, so it was like the marines or the army, uh-huh. and I was like, the marines are always running around like brainwashed, like oh, I want to go do something crazy. I was like, that's not me either. <laughs> and it's like the army's like, oh, we do cool things, but we're like laid back. So okay. I was like, oh, it's the army. Oh, the okay. Army. Um, so when you go to a, a army recruitment station or 
yeah, recruitment er- uh, building. Do they also tell you about the other branches? No. So they got to meet quotas. Oh. So they will like tell you like, oh, who cares about those losers yeah. down the road? Just stay here. All right. So it's kind of like a, um, I would say like a basketball team where like, you know, say you're on the Bulls and the Bulls is trying to recruit you. And then, you know, the Pelicans are over there trying to recruit you too. So they're like, nah, don't talk to those birds. Yeah, exactly. You know? Okay, so, so it's kind of like that. Yeah, I remember when I was in the office, there was um, some other guy who was like, oh, I got to go talk to the Air Force recruiter. Mm-hmm. And then the recruiter was just like, don't waste your time. And they started like, I don't want to say degrading this guy, but they're just uh-huh. like, you're, you're not cut out for the Air Force. You're not smart enough. Don't go over there. You're going to waste your time. Really? So the guy's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just sign up here then. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, personally, how do you feel – how do you feel about these recruitment processes? Like, I feel like as a military, it should, for me, sorry, I'll jump in first. (laughs) I just feel like, shouldn't they be supporting each other? You know, you'd expect that. And it's like really sad to see, like, uh, when you see new people at your unit, right. And Mm -hmm. they're just like, Oh, where do I get my bonus? And then to come, like come to find out they don't have a bonus. Mm -hmm. The recruiter just lied to them and said like, Oh, we'll give you 20 K and, you know, just join. But their contract doesn't say that they're getting a bonus. Or they'll say, like, oh, my recruiter told me I get to go to Germany. Uh-huh. Like, oh, your recruiter has no power where you go. Yeah. So, like, that's unfortunate. You know, they lie to you to, to get you to, to get come you in. to sign. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because, you know, there, there's a, what is it, a, a quote in the military. I don't know what branch it's for, but it was, like, uh, united we stand, but divided we fall or something like that. I think I've heard that. I didn't know if it was like a military thing. Oh, okay. I feel like that's from a movie. Oh, maybe. But <laughs> maybe it was a military movie. But I, I just feel like it's crazy how we're supposed to be a nation against another nation, but even under our own nation, we're so divided. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I always felt weird how people talk shit on other or like each branch talks shit about oh, each other branch. It, it gets bad. I, so I know. Sometimes. I some of the branches are stationed together uh-huh. and there'll be like fights just because they're from a different branch. You have to establish dominance and like, this is my base, you know, That's it gets kind of crazy. crazy. You, you ever get into any of those scuffles? Uh, not with other branches, but like when I was in Korea, okay, this is kind of <laughs> bad, right? But when I was in Korea, um, my first sergeant, which would be kind of like your top tier manager, mm-hmm. right? In like a corporate office. Yeah. Uh, he, didn't like people like running around gossiping about each other or mm. like, oh, he said, she said this. So he would tell us to fight each other. I, would, if you had disagreements. Yeah. So okay. He, I thought just like straight no, up, no. hey, uh, you know, you guys are good today. Let's, let's just have a fight. No, so he, yeah, he would be like, oh, you know, I'm tired of you guys arguing. Over yeah. There. Like go outside and fight and then hug it out. We'll be good. We'll move on. Really? Yeah. So I fought a lot of people in the same uniform as me. <laughs> But not. Well, did they have a problem with you? You had a problem no, with I mean, them? Like sometimes, you know, you just things get heated. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, I don't want to be at work anymore. And people just start yelling at each other. Uh-huh. And they're just like, hey, man, go outside. You just fight each other for a little bit. And they're like, hey, man, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> nice plunge back there. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, now, besides the military, well, after, you know, you, you did your three years? Uh, yeah, three and a half. So now you're in the reserves? Correct. So for well, when did your reserve status start? Uh, so when I got out of active duty, I had to change my job because the reserves didn't offer the same job. Uh-huh. And my contract 
but the reserve started the day I graduated my new job training, mm-hmm. which just recently ended. So my contract just started with them. Okay. Yeah. So from your experience, is there any advice you'd give to somebody looking to join the army? Um, definitely go with the shortest contract. Okay. So you can get like a two con- two year contract mm-hmm. or a three year contract because the military is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it takes a special type of person <laughs> to uh, not succeed, but survive. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, go with the shortest contract just in case, you know, you don't like it. Mm. It's like, you just taste it, get a taste for it. And then you leave if you don't like it. And you could always extend your contract. Right? You could always extend your contract. So say you, you said uh, the minimum is actually eight years. Mm. Um, well, I mean, eight years in reserve. Eight uh, for minimum for what? Or you're saying the 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 contract for your service is eight yeah, years. Yeah, eight years. Yeah, but it has to be made up between active service and reserve. Correct. So, say if you go, can you go reserve for eight years? Yeah. So you can join uh, active duty, the National Guard, mm-hmm. or the reserves. And then when you get out, if you go active duty, mm-hmm. you get out. You don't have to go to the reserves. You can join the National Guard. Or you can do what they call the IRR, mm. which is Individual Readiness Reserve, okay. where you're not in the military, yeah. but you have to maintain yourself to stay in the military just in case there's like a war. They'd call you back like, hey, you still owe us three years, mm-hmm. so come back. I see. Well, if you guys have any questions regarding, you know, anything in the Army that this guy can answer. Don't go to the recruiter. <laughs> go ahead and uh, hit him up on his Snapchat. Uh other than that, w- what type of hobbies were you into growing up? Uh, growing up, it's always been dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. Dirt bikes were like number one. It's funny because I told you when you first told me that, I was like, you don't seem like the dirt biking type of guy. Now, Too much uh, melanin in my skin. <laughs> so w- what got you into dirt biking? Um, so my fifth birthday, I mean, we still lived in Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents got me a quad for my birthday. Oh, okay. And I want to say we lived in apartments, mm-hmm. so we used to have to keep it at a like a storage unit down the street. And it got stolen like a month after we got it, or after I got it from yeah. the storage from facility? the storage unit. Yeah. Yo, and what was did they cover it? So our lock, yeah, which we could only buy locks from them. We couldn't yeah. have our own personal locks on them. The lock was still on the on the like. I don't know what you call the garage door or whatever. And apparently like the camera turned off when it got stolen. So inside job, totally yeah. inside job. Yeah. And, um, you know, my parents felt bad for me, but my dad's friend was selling a dirt bike. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let's, let's rewind. Bro. Okay. <laughs> so like the quad just, it was gone. You know, we made a police report. Nothing came of it. The, there's evidence. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't prove it just because there's things that point, you know, that's so stupid. Yeah. And did, what did the owners of the storage say? The, the, they were the, just like, yeah, I mean, we don't know what happened. Uh, it's it totally is what it, weird. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so stupid. I will fight someone. All right. Let, let's, let's, let's put them on blast. What storage do you know? What? I don't even know what it's called. I know where it's at. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it's called. All right. All right. Where, where is it at? Don't use this place. <laughs> what, 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 which cross streets is it at? Uh, I don't even know the road. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Don't use any storage facilities in Lake near, Elsinore. Yeah, near the lake. <laughs> don't go near the lake. <laughs> oh, and, and the the area near the lakes are pretty nice, too. That's what we thought. And, yeah, don't don't use any storage lockers there. 
put them all out of business. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that are di- that didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, you ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, you said. After that, they bought you a new one? Yeah. So one of my dad's really good friends, um, his son rode dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. And he outgrew it. So he had to sell it. And I say when they sold the quad, it was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because then I got a dirt bike. Oh, okay. So you, you, li- you like dirt bikes Dirt bikes, than, okay. way, yeah, way better than the quad. Okay. So then after that dirt bike, um, I think we lived in the apartments for like a few months after that. And mm-hmm. then we moved to where we're at now in Paris. We have a pretty big backyard. So um, my dad started building me jumps in the backyard. With my oh. little dirt bike, right? And we could hear, uh, there's a motocross track in Paris. Mm-hmm. And we could hear it from our house. Really? So one day my dad was like, yeah, let's just follow the sounds and see if we can find this this track. Okay. And we get there and, you know, it was like a movie to me. Like people hitting jumps, like uh-huh. these huge jumps in the middle of the night <laughs> with lights. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> so my dad's like, okay, we'll like bring your, your dirt bike next week or something. And then we go. But the dirt bike I had was like this knockoff chinese brand right uh-huh. so it was like really slow but to me it was the coolest thing ever so it wasn't fast enough to go over any of the jumps on the track <laughs> Wait, it wasn't fast enough <laughs> no like what was the max speed i have no idea but i would go full throttle and like i'd barely make it over the hills <laughs> yeah as as the hill gets as the hill gets steeper it goes slower <laughs> yeah exactly i had to like go around the jumps <laughs> but yeah it was like the coolest thing to me and then around the same time um we found uh, professional races on TV. Mm-hmm. So then I told my dad, I was like, like, I really want to do this. So we actually got a legit dirt bike after that. Oh, okay. And well, what, what can a dirt bike set you back? Um, back then, like one of those little ones, it's like $4,000. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not bad. Okay. But the one I have now cost me 12000 Oh, okay. Yeah, it's basically a car. Oh, yeah, you upgraded them. No, yeah. 12000 is like a motorcycle, right? I mean, 12000 is like a cheap car. Oh, I don't know guess i don't know oh i guess yeah like one of those uh like a toyota yaris or something yeah true but no those kind of get quite expensive if it's used yeah i get that Mm -hmm. okay um are dirt bikes street legal uh you can get some that are street legal Mm -hmm. but the ones like i have they're not they're like off-road only uh i see okay uh any other hobbies that you do uh besides that just volleyball Okay, yeah. and that's actually how we met. Yeah. Um, now, go into how you think we met, and then I'll, I'll see if it's the same with mine. Can we flip that? Because I know how we met. Oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, no, you go first. Oh, okay. okay because okay. I know how we met. Well, okay, so this was... And we <laughs> talked about this yesterday. I feel like you're oh, You and May. Yeah. You and May, May talked, and about. talked about this yesterday. So, I, I don't exactly remember the specifics but i think it was during the pandemic and that was i think it was 2020 right and we were doing uh grass volleyball because all the open gyms were closed and you came of what is it i think you you were out of or you were on vacation or something Mm -hmm. and then chema invited you over chema the guy in the previous podcast so if you guys don't know who chema is go ahead and check out his episode uh yeah so chema invited you over mm-hmm. and that was basically it yeah so i know more specifics go it ahead. was in december of 2019 dang 2019 yeah it was 2019 because i had just came home from korea and that's right wait okay yeah. okay wait, 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 wait. okay I, i'm confused now <clears throat> the pen 
pandemic didn't start till 2020, right? No, it started in 2019. Did it? When did we go to Philippines? Was that 2019? Actually, no. Yeah, it was 2020. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was December yeah, 2020. December 2020. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, yo, is my brain <laughs> fucked up right now? <laughs> yeah, it was December 2020. Okay. And what's funny is that Chema and I weren't really friends until that time I came home too. Really? Yeah. So, I so you you guys knew each other? Yeah, I knew who he was. Like I, uh, We went to high school together. Okay. And like I knew who he was, but we never said anything more than like, hey, what's up? So how did he get you to come to play ball? Um, another play. mutual friend, Chunti. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And oh. If you guys don't know Chunti, <laughs> you, oh. you never will. We're not. We're never bringing him. Yeah, on. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so, or, or if we do bring Chunti on, I'm having Chema and Mondo with me. <laughs> you gotta have him in a straight jacket or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I w- It was like the second or third day that I got back home. Chunti was like, hey, man, come over. We're, like, grilling at my house. So, Chunti, you were friends with Chunti in high school. Yes. And then he was friends with Chunti in high school. Yes. But you guys weren't. You guys just said what's up to each other. Yeah, we were just volleyball acquaintances, to say the most. (laughs) So, okay, let me get the age range. Is Chunti your age? Yeah, uh, Chunti and I graduated together. Okay. And and I've known him since the fourth grade. And Chema is older, younger? Chema, I think, is one year younger. One or two years younger. Okay, all right. So, Chunti said, come over, we're grilling. Mm. And I showed up, and uh, it was, like, two other people and mm. Chema. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're just, like, hanging out. And, you know, dudes don't really, or guys don't need a lot to have in common to be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just have to, like, oh, man, I like your shoes. And then, yeah, bam, yeah. you're, like, really exactly. good friends. So, uh, he brings up, like, we should go play at the park. Like, Mondo, do you still play? And at that time, I hadn't been playing anymore. Oh, really? So, he was just, like. Oh, uh, yeah, you should come with Chunti and I to play at the park. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, like, Chema and I have been playing together. That's crazy. Yeah. So did you guys ever play on the same high school team? No. Um, I think, I'm not exactly sure if you played all four years or not, mm-hmm. but uh, my senior and junior year, I was on varsity, and he was not. Oh, and I, think I see. That's, like, the first time I ever saw him was my junior year. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. So, yeah, so... You, we ended up meeting there, and yeah, and you still had blonde hair. I I did. That's right. Yeah. How embarrassing! No, I thought I thought it was not the cap. <laughs> I thought blonde was okay. <laughs> I I didn't want blonde. I wanted it. I wanted more of like a, a salt and pepper kind of deal. Okay, but you yeah, know, no, there was no pepper. In there that. was no pepper in there. Yeah, so. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and I I've been subscribed ever since. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what were you and saying? Uh, you guys had the the ice chest with the water. Oh, that's right. And okay, on the so top there was a QR code, <laughs> and I uh, I was telling Chema I felt bad for taking the water, uh-huh. and I think he was like, "Well, then just subscribe to them." <laughs> so I took a water and I scanned the QR code. <laughs> so if you guys, so the story is when we the panda- pa- pandemic was happening, we basically played volleyball at parks we would set up a, a a grass net and you know may and i would bring a cooler with waters for everybody and at the top of the uh the cooler i would put a qr code that led to my youtube page because at that time i that's when i started the pick our brains podcast mm-hmm. with me claire and may and i would be like okay hey i need 
at least a hundred subscribers to get a uh, a customizable YouTube link. Because okay. if if uh, if you start off YouTube, they'll give you a link, but it's all you know, like those random letters and numbers. But if you want it to say something like you know, I you get to pick what it says, then you need at least um couple videos i forgot what's the list that you need there so yeah i would put that on the top and hopefully people that i was like you know i don't want to push it but you get a water you get me a subscription (laughs) (laughs) and you know so that yeah mondo was probably one of the first hundred subscribers to get me that customizable link so keep it real thank you mondo so this is a kind of some questions I wanted to ask to, you know, going back to picking our brains, to pick your brain to kind of get the guests or the, the, the viewers or anybody listening just to know more about you as well as kind of see where you're at as a person. So okay. these might be uh, pretty deep. So the first one is, uh, what is your definition of, of success oh wow that is deep definition of success like oh in in your mind what do you what do you feel is success i would say when myself and my immediate family don't have to worry about anything uh such as like shelter or food i feel like once you don't have to worry about your next meal Mm. or like the next three years of meals i think made it made it far enough now, okay, so does that monetarily mean you have all that money in the bank or you have a job that can provide that? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, no, you know, so I just, like, they're, they're, the thing is, these questions don't have right answers. Yeah. Everything is from your perspective. Okay, I'll explain my answer then. Okay. So, like, growing up, there was a lot of times where, um, like, my mom and I would, uh, before my sister was born, mm-hmm. my mom and I would have be having dinner, mm-hmm. and then my dad would just sit there and like watch us and eat a tortilla or something, or we'd eat like canned tuna mm-hmm. like every day. So I feel like if we don't go back to that, then we're successful. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Okay. And that's a fact. <laughs> so uh, in a in a world where you have enough money to do what you love, what is your profession? What is my profession? Uh, I don't know. Podcast podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you, you think no, you no, actually? No. Oh, no? Okay. Uh, Does this not interest you, or it's not something you think you could start, or what? What do you think? I don't know. I never really thought about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you said profession, right? Yeah. So in in a, in a in a the world where you have enough money to do what you actually want to do, what is it that you're doing? What do you see yourself doing? Um, I don't know. Probably nothing. You get paid to do nothing. It's pretty good. <laughs> that, that, I yeah. mean, that's paid amazing. to uh, ride my dirt bike on the weekends and play open gym volleyball. Well, okay. Here, let, let, let me kind of rephrase it. Say you have uh, a year's worth of salary. Okay. What, what are you doing? Are you just waiting till that year's worth of salary runs out? Or are you going to actually try and do something that you want to love, you love to do to try and make money in it? You lost me. You got to say that one more time. Okay. So say say you have a year's worth of salary, right? Would you hang out for a year, do what you, you know, have fun and whatnot, and just wait till that money uh, at the end of the year? Okay, I'll find a job now. Or would you, like, do something 
that you love to do and see if you can make money in it before having to resort to that. Okay. Uh, in so, a perfect world, yeah, it'd be definitely dirt bikes. Okay. Yeah, dirt bikes like take up 90% of my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually watching dirt bike races before I came here. <laughs> so if I get paid to do that, then... So have you ever tried... Are, are there commentators in dirt bike? Uh, yeah. It's usually like... People who are really good and like uh, are legends in the sport uh-huh. will retire and then become commentators. But I think if you have enough knowledge, I think people with knowledge can break through anything, you know, True. like especially if people like the way you speak, your, 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 your mannerisms, you know, I don't I don't think you also you always have to be because I guess you see it in basketball. But you see that there's people that on the basket. Uh, what is it? The basketball network. On that round table, you see Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. You see, but then there's also people that haven't played before. They Sports were analysts and stuff. analysts. Yeah. So it's just like, have you ever looked up into doing something like that? I don't think the uh, world of like motocross is big enough mm-hmm. to have like analysts and stuff like that. I mean, they do, right? But I don't think it's big enough for a random person to be like a part of it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, this is the ground floor, Mondo. I got to go. I got to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, so, okay. So it's something in, you know, do you besides, besides like being a professional in it, do, do you know what you would like to do in the dirt biking world? Uh, no, just riding. That's you, it. You yeah. Actually, just ride. Just now, ride. have you ever taken your shot or? Uh, when I was younger, I was actually a lot better than I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had like, so many sponsors and like uh yeah sponsors yeah like my dirt bike so you actually put your sponsorships on your dirt bike yeah like a billboard and i remember i got up to 12 12 12 sponsors yeah and so what stopped that wow Uh, i had like a really bad crash and then it wasn't like necessarily that bad like it just knocked me out Mm -hmm. but i was 12 at the time Mm -hmm. and it just like scared me and i didn't ride for a few years after that really yeah which thinking back like now it was like it wasn't that bad. I should have just. Yeah, riding. but you know, as a as a kid, you don't know that. Yeah, you know, you you aren't even fully developed at twelve. Yeah, to me, I was like, I gotta go to school the next day. I can't be risking myself like this. Dang! <laughs> so you were like twenty three at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about my future job. Like I couldn't do this. <laughs> you get to the crash at twelve. You're like, I can't pay my bills. My wife's gonna be hungry. Yeah, exactly. my kids need to eat. <laughs> exactly. High risk, low reward. <laughs> oh man! So now you do it recreationally. Is there any way recreationally you think you could make money off of this? Uh, motocross is like super, super expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know, like my dirt bike was 12000 mm-hmm. Um, And to get to like big amateur events where you can make a lot of money, mm-hmm. like it would cost me like thousands just, just to, to get it back. You I know, see. like, so it's not really worth it. I see. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about expensive. it. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, like you talk about it, it goes into my head and I'm just like spacing out. I was just like, how can we get Mondo to do this? You know? <laughs> no. So when I was in uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, a group of friends and I, we just decided to enter a race mm-hmm. because we used to ride our dirt bikes together. We we're like, oh, let's go do a race because, you know, we're always saying I'm faster. I'm faster. Yeah, so yeah. like, let's go settle this. Uh, we had to get a hotel because the track was two hours away. Mm-hmm. So we got a hotel. Uh, the race fees or the practice fees the day before, I think I paid like $80. Mm-hmm. And then the race fees were like 
I don't exactly remember. We'll say 50 bucks okay. per race, right? And I joined two different classes. Mm. So I'm already like over $300, including maybe like $400 with gas and everything. And I crashed on the first race oh. and I broke something on my bike. So then I couldn't race all the other races. So I just like threw away $400 and I didn't even finish the first race. Dang. Yeah. Okay. So you know how there's also coaches in it? Yeah. I don't think I'm that good to coach. Really? Yeah, no. uh, But I'm okay. So the thing about coaching is you can always get better at it. You know, as you learn, so does the person you're coaching. Yeah. So you don't, you don't think. No. So like most coaches raced professionally. Yeah. But like didn't make it. Yeah. To like the big leagues, you know. I see. And like I said, after 12, when I stopped racing, Mm. it's just been like recreational after that. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a lot of bad habits that I have on a dirt bike. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's unrealistic. I see. Okay. Well, you know, there's always something for somebody there. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, So the last question is, um, are you where you thought you'd be at now? Thinking back when? Or how far? Thinking thinking on like, okay, hey, this is my goal. Am I where I'm at right now to reach that goal? But I mean, like, in what perspective? Like, high school me thinking? No, no, no. Like, you right now thinking like, okay, you have a goal in front of you, right? Ahead of you. Are you on track? Do you feel? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Okay. I'd say I'm like, I mean, you got to be hard on yourself, right? So I'd say like I'm a little bit under where I should be. Mm. But for the most part, I think I've hit a lot of the goals I've like wanted. Mm up till now or at least gone like not to the goal but somewhere near it yes right so okay so now my question is now that you're in the reserves well, you went to training for this new job right yeah uh what, what what position is it uh paralegal specialist okay so what i'm basically an attorney if you need me call me <laughs> there you go what do you see yourself doing in the future uh i really want to join the dea Okay. Yeah, that was my goal when I first got out of high school, mm-hmm. and I really, really want to do it. I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. Like, I might just do it for a year, mm-hmm. but it's still a goal for me to at least try it. Wow. Okay. Well, if you guys know anybody in the DEA that would need a, uh assistant to, you know, put your foot in the door, know where to reach him. Thank you. <laughs> and if you don't know where to reach him, it's on Snapchat at Armando underscore Wick. Or at 911. <laughs> <laughs> so on the next time you're on here, uh, do you have a movie we could discuss? Maybe something close to your heart? Okay. I, I thought about this long and hard, and I couldn't like really think about something. Yeah. But to keep it with the military, because I knew you were going to ask me military-related questions, uh-huh. uh, I came up with the movie Fury. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it or not. I think I have. Uh, but, you know, whenever, because I'm going my first time around with a lot of people and we have we've never done a second round of uh interviews yet so i haven't done a movie recommendation you know uh so before what i would will do is the week before that you'll come on i'll go ahead and let everybody know hey if you guys want to participate watch the movie fury and then that's exactly what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take my notes and whatnot and then we'll go ahead and we'll do that okay so fury is a um is that Brad Pitt? Yes. Okay. Brad Pitt. I think I did see that. And so. uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, the next time we'll you come on, we'll go ahead and discuss Fury. So on that note, we'll go ahead and take a quick break. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, and we're back. And so this this segment is going to be where you get to grill me for a little bit. Okay. So uh, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Get your questions out because it's time to question mark. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Beans and Rice podcast where I'm the bean <laughs> and he's the rice. <laughs> All right. Love it. I love All it. All right. So we couldn't get a, a guest today, so we're just going to interview my co-host, Mark, <laughs> a.k.a. The Rice. Thank you. All right. Question number one. Why am I your favorite guest? Oh, man. Put me on spot. All my guests are my favorite guests. Everybody that I invite here, even though I don't. Stop the cap. I was waiting for that. <laughs> no. I'm the favorite guest. <laughs> no, the thing is, I, I truly love talking to people. And... Even though I do ask you questions that I've known, I like to ask them again, not only for the audience to hear, just to hear the story again. You know, I, I like hearing about people's experiences. It's, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel like any experience that I've heard was my favorite experience. It might have been for that person, but I feel like all this knowledge that you guys have been through kind of puts me basically puts my mind gives my mind a trip and i get to hear about those experiences where otherwise you would have never told that to anybody unless you know they ask these questions and really when do people really ask these questions well that was a really nice way of saying i'm not your favorite <laughs> you're teresa's favorite yeah you, you, you're you're tied for first okay with who? With everybody else. Oh, no, uh, that's not good enough. No, I don't want that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. This is hopefully gets your mind thinking. Okay. How would you sell hot cocoa in Florida? Um, you know it's really hot. It is hot. Uh, the thing is, you would actually have to pick and choose when you sell it. Just like how department stores sell jackets during the winter and shorts during the summer but they also they do sell it year-round but they give discounts on shorts during the winter and jackets the discounts on jackets during the summer just because it's like oh, okay you know it's it's not cold right now but people aren't really looking for that so if you're not thinking ahead you're always going to pay full price so that's the thing you always sell it cheap during the summer when it's hot, and then you double your prices during the winter. That was a better answer than I would have came up with. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a more deep question. Okay. 
What makes you feel motivated and inspired? Me. <laughs> well, okay. So besides family, you know, an obligation, I feel like life itself is a motivator in the sense where I want more experience. I want to meet new people. I, you know, I just want more. And it's, it's not mon- monetary. It's, it's purely an experience where it's, it's just like I can't get enough of learning new things, not from a textbook, from like people that have learned it already, the, the, the people that are in the field that, that have that experience. You know, I like hearing stories and that kind of motivates me to just learn more about people because every individual is so different. Like, for example, say another person that joined the army was sitting right next to you. His stories would be completely different. A complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think just, just my motivation comes from the hunger for uh, experience. Okay. This is a real one right here. The, were the others not? Because they, they all felt real to me. <laughs> so this one, when I was, uh, it's called AIT, where I went to go learn paralegal specialist. Okay. Right? Uh, this one started a really big debate. Sorry, what, what, uh, what does AIT oh, stand for? Uh, AIT is Advanced Individual Training. Ooh, shoot. And so I, you're, you're giving me a, uh, like a, what is it? One an interrogation question. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. this, this happened when the instructor wasn't present. So, you know, it was just messing around. Oh, okay. But it started a really big debate. Oh, really? Okay. Is cereal soup. Okay, so let's define soup. Because there could also be cold soup. Yeah. Mm, okay, so definition of soup is it liquid. Yeah, it's basically just liquid. Because it could be cold or hot. And thinking about it, why isn't water soup? I was just about to ask that. Because <laughs> if you put water in a bowl, you drink it, is it soup? Because you, you, you use water as a base for a lot of these you know soups. But just because you add uh, ingredients into it is that what makes it a soup or is it the liquid that you added into the bowl so i have in, to tune out i'm getting confused i'm confusing myself because this question okay so in a sense it de- it just depends on how you define soup just how there's uh so define it uh, for me soup is um savory savory liquids but can you not have like a a sweet soup um it, there could be sugar in it, but it's not technically sweet. I guess come to think about it, I never had a sweet soup. Yeah. It, there can, you can add sugar into it, but it's never technically sweet. So I would say anything that's savory that's, that uses water as a base. Here it is. Definition of soup. Oh, no. You could use milk as a base, too. Huh. But okay, cereal's not savory. It's sweet. It is. A liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, etc. in a in stock or water. Okay. Soup. Um, <laughs> but the thing it doesn't say is you could also boil it in milk. Milk can be used as a base. And using milk is it actually gives it the milky flavor. Not according to my definition on Google. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes. I, I need soup. soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But if, if you think of, okay, no, that's true. Because, okay, if you cook ramen, it's soup because you use the broth. But yeah, I, I think, you, you, you know, I, I don't like how it only says water there. Because you could use milk as a base. It says stock or water. Yeah, stock or water. But 
it should also say or milk, you know. But it doesn't. I'm just saying. So it's not a soup. So that that means a if it's cooked with milk, no broth, it's not a soup. You add your meats, your vegetables, it's not a soup. I don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would say a savory, you know, to that definition. Something that's savory that uses meat, vegetables, or uh water or milk or broth. Yeah. But so, milk so evaporates. So is though. cereal a soup? No. No, okay. Just because it does use milk as a base, but it's a sweet thing. It's not savory. <laughs> okay. I don't know any savory cereals. You can make one. Because you could because it's oatmeal a soup. No. But you can make it soupy. And you made it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't eat it like that. I don't like cereal or milk. <laughs> Good question, though. They said no. <laughs> no, cereal is not a soup. So you like soupy oatmeal? Okay. It depends on what you, you add. If you add milk, I, I do like some reserved milk so it's not so dry or chewy. Okay. You know? So if you have some residue of milk and it's, you know, it, it's not like, uh, you know, when you, I don't know if you had ube before. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's like. If you keep mixing it, it gets thicker. Okay, yeah, I think I know what that is now. Okay, so, like, if, if, if the oatmeal, like, you're stirring it and it's, like, thick as hell, yeah, that's not something I want to eat. I, I kind of like it kind of milky. You don't want it to get stuck in your throat. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't lose, lose like, uh, subscribe. <laughs> no, right? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I want you to give an unpopular opinion. Okay. Oh, just give one, just random yeah, one. Yeah, like your unpopular opinion. Um, geez, that's uh, that's tough. Biologically, shit. <laughs> unpopular opinion. I'm trying to think of one that. Uh, okay, ask me then. Is that the last question? No, I got one more. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and give me that one okay. more, so I could I, I I could think of it. How would you describe colors to blind people? I thought about this and it really frustrated me because I didn't know how. Okay. Uh, this is funny because uh, Claire, you haven't watched her podcast. She was, she's, she's one of our guests that, and she was one that started the pod, the very first podcast with us. So go ahead and watch her episode. She did ask me a question like this. How would I describe my favorite color to a blind person? And so I just learned today your favorite color is orange. Yes. Uh, my what? Like a peachy orange color. Yeah. So, so my favorite color is actually orange as well. And so she was. Never like, mind. I changed my color. <laughs> <laughs> it's not orange. <laughs> so she was like, "How would you describe your favorite color to a blind person?" And the example I gave her was the way the sun feels against your skin. I don't remember that. I just hand them an orange. Yeah, but they feel it. it's rough. You, you give them my nutsack. Is my nutsack? Orange? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the sun feels like now. So, okay, you, you say you, you... It feels warm. The warmth of the sun. But I think you identify warmth with orange because we know what fire looks like. Well, they, they don't that, know what fire but looks like. They don't, but then that's how I would describe it to somebody that can't see, you know? So, for them, it's a feeling... For me, it's be- it's the feeling because of that war- that uh, that relation. Okay, that makes sense. So, <laughs> I, oh 
<laughs> I just thought of how I would describe, like, you know, the color black. Oh. It's just like what you see. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if they see white? I would, because when I close my eyes, I see black. That's how, how I would, that's how I would describe it. That's because your eyes work. Exactly. What if they see white? So the way I, you know. So could, true. I'm looking at the light right now. It's my, I see white. I don't know. See, it, it would, it, it, it changes for everything. Like it, you'd have to give me a color and then I'd have to say, okay, what can I think of for your body to feel what I feel when I see this color? You know, because you could ask, you know, somebody else and like, hey, how would you describe what orange feels like? Because everybody feels orange because it's my favorite color. It feels spicy. <laughs> <laughs> because orange is my favorite color, I describe it fondly, you know, as to a blind person. But then say, if it's like, oh, green, I'll just, you know, feel this couch. That's green. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to think about it too much because it's just like, it's kind of hard to describe a color to blind people when uh, you don't see that color as fond, you know, as fondly. So, yeah, I don't know. That, that's tough. I, I, it's hard to describe a color, but it would just be probably emotions. Like probably uh, if, if you would describe... Because people say you're green with envy. You know, that, that would be, uh, yes, that's how you would describe green. That feeling or emotion. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So going back to your unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Um, I retract my previous statement. You didn't make a statement. <laughs> I, didn't finish my st- I, I didn't finish my statement, but I retracted anyways. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't want people to know exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> but my unpopular opinion is a lot of words that are banned today should not be banned. Oh, dang. I want to ask you for an example, but I don't want you to get in trouble. I know. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you get canceled. I get canceled. No, so no, no. Okay, think so, about this. <laughs> so, so the, okay, let's, let's say, uh, let's not say I'm just going to, I'm going to. So this is a lot of it. This is going to be cut out during the uh, audio version because there's going to be long pauses in between. (laughs) But I want to say, let's say, oh, what word do I want to go with? Trying to go with a word that's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's banned, it's bad. Exactly. Okay. Let's let's go with um. Let's go with um. The uh the R word. Okay. Okay. Um, any, any word. Some people are like, what's the R word? Okay. So the R word. Mind your business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, j- just to describe it. The R word is used, was used before to, for people that couldn't describe handicaps, certain type of handicaps. Would that be a good description? Yeah. Okay. So I feel the reason why words get banned is because people are too in their feelings and they want to cancel people just because they said derogatory terms. Any word or something they take as derogatory. That that's the thing. Uh, I was going to I'm just going to get into where it's like any word can be derogatory, you know? You see a dog, but you could call a person a dog, you know, like, you know, der- derogatorily. And it's like what why does this word have to be banned? If you don't use it in a derogatory way, you know, and I just think it's, it was made for a reason. 
it's in Webster's. There's a there's a definition there. I don't know if it's still in there or if uh, we cancel Webster's. Do we cancel Webster's? Because <laughs> you know all these terms. Yeah, we use Urban Dictionary now. <laughs> that's the thing. We are digressing as a society. If we, if we're going on uh, what is it? Urban Dictionary instead of Merriam-Webster's. Like, I think uh, abbreviations for LOL are in uh, Merriam-Webster's. You know, so it's 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 so funny that this generation and the the stuff that they feel is dictating where our society is going. So that's my unpopular opinion. That's a pretty good opinion. Not as bad as I thought. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I picked the lesser, the lesser of two evils. <laughs> I'll ask you again when the podcast is over. Exactly. Uh, that will be on the Patreon. No, <laughs> I don't have a Patreon. But not should, yet. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I gotta, you know, I gotta create a freaking whole team just to do something like that. But okay. Uh, so thank you for those questions. That was uh, that was a long pause. So. I'm going to have to cut a lot of those long pauses off because I had to think about those questions. Uh, so now we're going to go ahead and get into the question of the day. And this one was provided by uh, Rochelle. Okay. And her socials are at S-H-E-L-L underscore B-E-L-L-E five. So it's Shell underscore Bell five. And her question of the day is, when did you screw everything up? But nobody ever found out it was you. So I want to. I want to see. Do you ever? First of all, first off, did you ever have anything like that in the military? Uh, I started four years ago on this date when I first signed up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Today's the anniversary. Today. Yeah. Anniversary. This was not scheduled. That's when I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody. Oh, now everybody found out. Now everybody knows. <laughs> so you, you think you messed up by joining no actually when i first joined i thought it was the worst thing of my like ever when i first slept in the bunk beds over there uh -huh. at, at basic training i was like why did i do this to myself uh -huh. i'm now the r word <laughs> <laughs> but uh think about it now i think it was like the best thing i've ever done okay yeah uh, it's the military has given me things that i don't think i could have gotten mm. like a different career yeah and i don't mean by like benefits but just like internally okay now, in your personal life, have you ever, like, say, gotten, you did something and somebody else got blamed for it? Okay, actually, this happened while I was in the military. Oh, okay, okay. okay so, yeah, we were at the range one day, like the shooting range. Yeah. We were qualifying with our weapons. And, um, you know, like the Humvees, which is like, you know, those tactical vehicles that are in all the movies. Yes. They're like uh, Hummers. Yeah, like a Hummer. Um, there's, like, different kinds with like different levels of uh protectiveness i guess you could say yeah and there was one parked that had just like uh like plexiglass not plexiglass but like glass with like that film on it so it doesn't shatter oh, okay yeah like the windows were made of that yeah and um i got into an argument with somebody like right in front of the truck and i closed the door and it shattered the window because there was a a box inside like a plastic box uh -huh. and it shattered the window and then, you know, I turned around and we were arguing back and forth. And then somebody that was in charge of us came up behind and was like, who broke the window? Uh -huh. And then we both looked and we're just like, it was already like that. <laughs> we just walked away. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I guess I never really got caught for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
or else they would have charged me for a window. Really? They would have charged you? Uh, yeah, the military charges you for everything. That you mess up. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, I didn't know that. Have you ever heard of somebody that got charged for something? Um, it happens, like, all the time. So it's like if they give you gear and you don't return it all, then they'll charge you for it. Like, in what sense? Say, like, uh, I, I know, like, you guys get assigned uh, firearms. Mm-hmm. Use a bullet. They don't charge you for every no, bullet. No, not like that. But, um, like, protective equipment we mm-hmm. have. Right. So whenever you leave a base, you have to return it all. Yeah. So, like, let's say I lost uh, my helmet, right? Yeah. And like, Okay. Say you're in active duty, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're in an active uh, war zone. You get shot at blows off your helmet you're okay you like okay i'm you uh retire from the military yeah you can go back and get your helmet no so uh your commanders can like write uh, it off yeah write it off basically oh uh, okay yeah. so, so like uh, yeah he got shot in the head so his helmet's gone okay yeah <laughs> he's still here with us unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what they would say some of them <laughs> okay uh i don't think i've ever okay i'm trying to think of in my life where I did something that somebody else got caught for, you know? Yeah, I can't really think of anything like that either. Yeah, because I... I, I I'm usually, a good kid. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm a good kid. I just usually fess up. Okay. You know, where it's just like, hey, I do get... Especially, like, at work, right? You know, they say that there's some people where if you made a mistake, they stay quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe if I just... Ignore it, it'll ignore go Ignore it, it'll go away. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, oh, shoot, that was my bad. You know, just like I can fix it because there's nothing. Okay, I can't say there's nothing, but you know, a lot of my work deals with paperwork. So if something gets messed up, it's just something you can easily fix. So, <laughs> so yeah, that good question. Good question. Sorry, I couldn't answer it. No, no, I felt like you answered it pretty well. So, on that note, as you can hear, it is time for our TikTok challenge. So, I am really bad at this. I actually have four TikToks I have not done. <laughs> and I apologize because that's a worth a month's worth of TikToks already. So I'm trying to, you know, we, we went on a, what is it, a foam run? It was a foam run, right? Mm-hmm. So we went on a foam run and I wanted to do one of the challenges there. But it got so hyped because after the run, they were playing music and they're doing foam everywhere and i was like ah. just in the moment yeah i was in the moment and i was just like damn what i was wearing i could have done one of the tiktoks because they they actually uh may was supposed to participate but uh she injured her leg and her group wore tutus so i okay. wore a tutu while i was doing the run with them and it was at night so it was like but you weren't a part of the group right you i wasn't a part of you wanted it you, no no <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I took her spot because I, I wanted to. <laughs> so I was just like, man, I, I, I could have done one of these TikToks there. But unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to. And I'm trying to find a way to a time to do it. That's actually funny because I, I don't want to just do the challenges and like I'm done. You know, yeah. I actually want to make it entertaining. What if in the future you have your guests do them? That's the thing. I don't want to put pressure on them because I'm already putting pressure on them to to have questions for me, have a movie that they want to talk about, you know, just them driving out here is, you know, all I could ask for. A long, treacherous 15 minutes. Well, I mean, (laughs) you're close, but, you know, some people are 
further. Yeah. I just want to make sure I don't give too much to them. And I want to provide something that they had for me since, you know, they made the trek out here. Very considerate. So, Very considerate. Yeah. You know, tick tit for tat. So, <laughs> all right. So what, what's your TikTok challenge for me? Uh, I don't know if it has like a name or not. Okay. But I've seen TikToks where they say, I don't want to say the bad word because that's a bad word. But okay. They go, uh, it's time to play another round of whack and then followed by the F word. And it's usually people like. Wait, whack, whack fuck? Like, yeah. I don't know if I could say the word or not on here. Oh, no, no. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's usually like people, or it started with people playing golf, uh-huh. and like their buddies would record them and say, uh, we're playing another round of whack fuck here, and then the guy would swing, and he, the guy recording, or like the person would swing at the golf ball, and the person recording say whack, and then the person would mess up their hit, and they'd yell, fuck. So I wanted you to do it, but with volleyball, I wanted you to say whack as you hit the ball, and then spike it in somebody's face, and then they say the f word. So I got the perfect person to do wait, that. Wait, so too. I have, they, so I have to. They they have to know it's coming at their face. Yes, preferably okay. not. Okay, preferably well, not. Uh, well, preferably but but, not. Then, but then that's the thing. Like, how, how could I make them say fuck? Then you just use the sound on TikTok. Oh, so you just want me to spike it in somebody's face? Yes, but that's, that's easy. It's it, it it's easy, but I don't. And I want you to do it. I, I know ex- exactly ball. like it's a challenge you got to do it and i know the perfect person <laughs> and you know who i'm talking about i don't know but yeah you do you could tell me later um but the thing <laughs> now but if they're listening they're like fuck I, i'm say the name <laughs> say the name <laughs> no no they're just like uh okay now that mark has a spike at somebody's <laughs> face he's going to be aiming for faces now <laughs> uh hopefully not a lot of them are watching <laughs> yet um okay i'll you know Typically, we try not to do this, but okay. No, you got to do it. <laughs> it's a must. All right. So I'll... I'll record it too. You got to start recording everything then. Yeah, I'll record I mean, it you, with you a smile can, on like, my face. plan it, I guess, right? So I, I can plan it, but then uh, the thing is, if I plan it, the other person that I'm supposed to hit has to know too. You could just tell, no. them, to, you could just tell them to catch the ball. Oh, you throw face or okay. Okay. We'll, we'll do something volleyball face something. Something no. that won't get them to... We'll see. All right. On that note, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And we're back. And as we close the show, uh, I want to end this one. I, I don't know if I should be calling it a quote of the day or quote of the week. Because we're... we're, we're it should be week since you week, do weekly right? episodes. Yeah. So, okay. So, we're going to change that question of the week. And you're, 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 here's the um, inspirational quote of the week. This one comes from our 16th U.S. president. You happen to know who that is? No idea. Guess? Take a guess. 16th? 16th. Um, one of the Adams. Nope. John Adams was the second one, wasn't he? I don't know. That's with the J, right? No. It's not good with history. <laughs> what does it start with? A. A- Andrew? No. Abolish slavery. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. I knew that. All right. <laughs> so his, his quote was... Uh, the best way to predict your future is to create it. So that's pretty deep. <laughs> Too bad. And that's a fact. Too bad his future was stolen. <laughs> I don't have that button. <laughs> I know. I just, that's why I created it myself. <laughs> All right. So um, if you guys know anybody that actually wants to be on the podcast, go ahead and send me their info 
on uh, either DM me on Instagram or send it to the question mark podcast at gmail.com. And I'll go ahead and reach out to them to try and be on the show. Uh, so do you have any shout outs you want to do? I have to shout out Teresa or oh. I'm going to die. <laughs> shout out. Teresa. I knew you were afraid of her. <laughs> and then, I knew it. Uh, secondly, George, because I think his birthday was yesterday. Oh, I thought it was George. today. I don't know. It's either yesterday or today. I greeted him this morning. I was like, happy Big birthday. Claps for George. And he, he texted me and said I had to do it too. And so. If you guys don't know who George is, you'll see him in two weeks. He'll be on the show in two He'll weeks. He'll be the lowest rated podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that, that was your shout uh, Yeah, that's all. All right. And you for letting me come on. Thank you for showing up. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't let people come on. I'll invite anybody. I guess you saw it's, that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's your prerogative that was like, okay, I will be in front of the camera and I will answer your questions. So thank you. But uh, yeah, live shows are on Twitch and YouTube. So go ahead and follow the socials. If you guys want to be kept up to date for our audio listeners, uh, the show's I didn't actually post the last show. I will have to get that to you guys as soon as possible. I'm falling not behind doing here, man. I know it, it, it's rough. You know, I, I never knew the amount of, uh, well, I knew the amount of, uh, what is it? Time that I had to take, but it's just tough. Sometimes last week was a long week for me, long weekend. So I'll try, I'll probably get two episodes tomorrow for our audio listeners. And that will be on Spotify, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio. Or wherever you get your podcasts. So just search the question mark podcast. Um, thank you guys for watching or listening. Thank you, Mono, for being here again. I appreciate you all. And especially in these times, I'm wishing everybody peace, love, and sanity. <laughs>